Now, Made in SG with Melanie Olivero. Made in SG today looks at the reusable containers world inspired by and made in SG. I'm Melanie Olivero for CNA 938. So if you look into your kitchen cupboard or cupboards or storage areas near your kitchen, what reusable tapao containers do you see? Are they brands your parents swear by, like Tupperware, or others like Rubbermaid, or the IKEA sets, even ones you kept after previously ordering takeaway food? The question is, do you have space for one more brand, one that's locally designed and proudly Singaporean? Let's meet the co-founder and director of Cupa. It's spelled K-U-P-A-A. And it's a Made in SG lifestyle brand that, for now, makes reusable takeaway containers that are collapsible with leak-proof seals and are microwavable, and they can be put in the freezer, oven, and are dishwasher safe as well. I'd like to welcome to CNA 938, Julia Chia of Cupa. Welcome. Hi, welcome, Melanie. Hi. So nice to have you here. Hey, Julia, before we talk about your Cupa product range, let's talk about you. You're from Germany and you have Polish roots. How did you come to be a part of Singapore? Yes, that's correct. So I initially came here for my master's studies. So I pursued a master in management um, at SMU with a focus in sustainability. And yeah, and I initially came here because I was drawn by the uh, innovative culture in Singapore, the cultural pot as well of like different ethnicities and um, people coming from different places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means uh, you started your journey on sustainability when you came here as a student. Yes, correct. So it's remarkable how things have uh, really evolved big time with you when it comes to your products. And tell us about what else made you stay in Singapore. It's matters of the heart. <laughs> tell us more. Yes, yes, that's true. So I, yeah, obviously I came here for my studies. And then what made me stay here is um, I met my husband and my co-founder. Um, doing my, my studies and well, that was the reason that I stayed. Um, we together founded the, the, the business um, back in the day in 2021. And your husband is, is Singaporean. Yes, ah. <laughs> that is correct as well. And which part of Germany do you come from? Mm, I come from the south, Okay. Um, very close to the French border. It's a small town. Um, so it's called Homburg, like Hamburg, but with the O. Okay. Um, but no one knows of it. Yes. Okay, very, very nice. I love Germany. You've been there twice. <laughs> Want to go back again, for sure. All right, let's talk about Cupa. During your time here, Cupa indeed was born. But then, Julia, what did you and your husband notice about tapao or takeaway culture in Singapore compared to what you were used to in Germany and Europe? Mm. I think that that most striking thing for me was when I came here was the excessive use of plastic. Yeah. So just for takeaway you get a plastic container and a plastic bag, including plastic cutlery, which was very shocking and surprising for me because I I perceive Singapore as very being very sustainable and advanced. And this was like takeaway, um, the takeaway culture was still so much like usage of plastic. Um, very surprising. Um, and especially compared to Germany or Europe where you, you either bring your own container, actually, like that's a no-brainer, or you... Um, you use more sustainable materials, like um, made out of um, paper, for example, just the paper, normal ones. Yeah, but there's much less of, of use of uh, disposables, I would say. That's right. I stayed with my friend in Bavaria for about two weeks and she showed us 
uh, because I went with some friends, she showed us how um, passionate the Germans are about recycling. Almost everything is recycled. Uh, I had to think twice about throwing away my used tissues because she wanted to compost them in a way. So she was really, really adamant about recycling. And when it came to, because I, I was staying in Wiesen for a while, mm. small town as well, she used to buy her breads with a reusable bag that she had, a cloth bag. So no plastic takeaway mm. containers. That's what I remember about Germany. That's why I want to go back and see Julia. <laughs> Love Germany, really do. Okay, so many take eateries though are giving out takeaway containers that are not plastic nowadays, but mm. made of eco-friendly products. Uh, that's Sometimes they put the, the brand there. And these eco-friendly products are uh, purportedly made from renewable, responsibly sourced materials. But some of these Paper containers are, are waxed over, you see. So what mm. do you think of this option then mm. that's not plastic? Mm, I mean, it's definitely a right step in the right direction. Okay. Um, however, it is still disposable, right? You use it once and you throw it away. And I feel like that we will have to move away from the disposable mindset to a more, um, I like to say, post-disposable mindset and behavior. That means not just using something once and just throwing it away out of convenience. Like we have to opt in for more reusable options and, and alternatives, I would say. Also, the ones that are covered, the paper covered with the... The wax, Yeah, right? the wax. Um, it's actually plastic. Yes. So it is, I mean, plastic ha has some like certain health implications or may have certain health implications and you ideally want to move away from plastic, right? So one that is covered, the plastic covered with paper, the paper covered with plastic, does not solve the problem at all. The plastic is still there. So... Not the best solution, I would say. Yeah, sometimes back to square one, unfortunately. Okay, so with that all in mind, Julia, tell mm. us how you and your husband, because you said this is a collaboration, mm. come up with the idea for QPA. Also, what does it mean? Huh? Mm. So I think back in 2021, we, we realised, or I've noticed uh, the, the excessive amount, and it was like, to my husband, like, we have to do something. Like, what is why is this happening? So besides obviously being aware that the environmental impact of the excessive use of plastic is, is obviously um, very high. There's also um, health implications for, for humans, like the excessive use of plastic okay. uh, may cause some negative health impacts as well. So once after like doing all this research and knowing about it, we were like, we have to do something. So that's when we started Cuba with the mission of a cleaner earth or creating a cleaner earth and um, fostering a healthier community as well. So um, at the end, what we're trying to do is eliminate, eliminate the use of disposables from people's lifestyle mm. by um, offering, for example, right now as a first stage is offering um, reusable uh, lunch bowls. For people, yeah, and what cupa means, yeah. it comes from Hawaiian actually, okay. and it means um, unwavering or being committed to a cause and belief, and that really resonated with us um, because we were very deeply um, committed to our belief of uh, having a positive impact and, and 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 creating this cleaner earth and, and a healthier, fostering a healthier us. Julia, when you say that using too much of these disposal, disposable plastics is not good for humans, do you mean that some of these plastics leach into our environment and they break down as microplastics and then the sea animals eat them and then sometimes we inevitably breathe them in? Is that what you're talking about? Or immediately as we are using them? 
actually it's both. Oh my. So yeah, so so actually plastic finds two ways, um, two different ways into our health or into our bodies. Um, one is like it le leaches a microplastic when you consume out of a plastic container, mm. especially hot soup or um, oily food, it leaches microplastics. So the plastic interacts with your food, leaching microplastics into your food. Oh. This And this obviously gets into your body, right? And which may have like certain or different health Um, negative health impacts mm. and then secondly is when the obviously the the plastic breaks down on a, on a landfill for example and then finds their way into the waterways or into the ocean uh, consumed by animals and then obviously we consume the animals and then it gets back into our um, into our bodies as well so there are two actually two different ways how this um, plastic finds its way into our bodies and then having may having negative health implications. Okay, so if we use disposable plastics, it's really between the devil and the deep blue sea when it comes to making that decision. All right, so let's talk about the material then that Cupa products are made from, uh, seeing how you and your husband did R&D every step of the way. What kind of material is it? Yeah, a silicon. So silicon. our yeah, our wools are made out of silicon, and the silicon is 100% food grade silicon, um, European certified. Um, there's a called LFB, LFGB certification, and also a Singapore certification that's very safe to use with um, your food, basically with food items. Okay, so that means it's certified, safe to use by Singapore and Europe, like you said. Correct. There's a Singapore standard and there's also a European standard, which is actually the highest one in terms. So this this kind of silicon grade is also used for medical purposes. Oh. So this is, yeah, it's the highest that you can get. Wow, double tick and a higher certification there is. Okay, when it comes to silicon being used this way, so let's talk about your standard designs. There's the bowl and carrier duet, which is $45. It comes, the reason why it's called duet is because it comes with a carrier handle that is detachable. But describe it to us, Julia. Yes, um, so basically it encompasses a, a collapsible silicon bowl, which um, is around what can hold 1.3 liters. Okay. Um, so fits all your beloved food items like fish soup and so on. Um, then it also has a lid, which is um, leak-proof and with an air vent that you can open while microwaving so the steam can escape. And then the carrier or the, a strap that you can strap on, hook on on the sides of the bowl, which you can then easily carry away your hot food. Okay, so the thing is that when you say it's collapsible, mm. when we collapse it and someone wants to put it in their tote bag, mm -hmm. will it fit into the tote bag? Is it What is the circumference yes. very roughly? Is it like a vinyl, uh, a, a record, like a 12-inch one or smaller? Oh no, way smaller. Way um, smaller, yeah, okay. Actually, I don't know the, the diameter, but it's like it goes from 11 cm yeah. to uh, 5 cm. The, the, from the thickness, if you would say. Okay, that's It fits bad. into a small purse, actually. It fits into a small yes. purse because we can fold it also, yeah? Yeah, you can collapse it and also put the carrier inside. So actually, I personally carry mine always in my little small purse. Ah, okay, very good. So she thought all about it because sometimes we really do not want to lug all our bulky reusable containers around. It has to be collapsible for many of us. $45, though. Let's talk about your price points because uh, there's also another set we want to talk about. The Before we get to the price, the duet set of three, which costs $118. Tell us about that one. Is it the same size as the bowl? Yeah, so it's basically it's the same it's the same duet, like the one bowl, but yeah. it's just a set of three. So for people um, who 
obviously have a need for more balls, like for, for family members, or I also have a lot of people who are getting it for presents for Ooh. themselves and then for, for colleagues or their friends and so on. So it's just, um, yeah, it's just a set of the, of the duet, uh, three balls, three duets. <laughs> three duets. So can yeah. the carrier carry all three? Oh, each one of them comes with their own carrier. Oh, I see. Yes. That's why it's called duet set of three. So yes. a set of three includes the bowls and the carrier. The bowls, right? So this is the same for uh, bowl and carrier duet and duet set of three. How many litres can it hold again, these bowls? 1.3 litres. One, one bowl three. can hold... 1.3 litres. 1.3 litres. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the price points now, mm -hmm. Julia. Um, let's talk about how you settled on them because the bowl alone is $42, uh, isn't that right? So what made you decide on $42 for a 1.3 litre uh, reusable container bowl? Mm. Yeah. Um Basically, we were looking at uh, obviously competitive products like on the market, yeah. Um, yeah. similar products um, and took kind of the pricing or the baseline for all the products and obviously added on the, the additional value that we're providing, um, which is obviously safety, um, the, the, the design itself and, and, and so on. So when we are folding the bowl, can we fold it in tiers or is it just uh, foldable once? Can we make it smaller? Um, it just... Just once, I would say. Yeah. But actually, when it is completely folded, you can actually use it as a plate as well. I so see. I actually use this the, the, when it's completely folded as a steaming for steaming. So I steam my fish in it. <laughs> oh, very nice. That's, yes. That's, that's a very good idea. Okay, so plate, bowl, and of course, flatten to fit in your tote bag as well. Julia, there are just so many brands that have been around for decades before uh, QPAR. You went into business last year, isn't that right? But R&D started in 2021 in the, during the height of when we were coming down from COVID, uh, COVID. But you see, there is Tupperware, there's the cheap IKEA ones that come in sets, and the different Tiffin carriers that we've, we are used to, whether they're made of plastic, whether they're made of a certain kind of metal, uh, aluminium. But would, what would make people consider adding Cupa to their kitchen cupboards? Mm -mm. Um, I think very straightforward for us is our added value is um, safety. For us, it's all about safety. So we have all the certifications um, and ensuring that, um, you know, it's safe to consume your food inside the bowl. Um, it's also like a bowl shaped, so I like to say culturally inclusive, because I wouldn't like to eat my noodles or my soup out of a rectangular um, container, right? So that was one big thing that we very um, emphasized on, like a bowl shaped. Um, besides that, it's also, I mean, the carrier as well makes it very like easy and nice to, to carry away your, your, your food, your hot food, your soup and so on. And also collapsible, right? Yeah. It makes it like easy to put in into your bag and after you have eaten, you don't have to carry it around, you know. And you can fold it, flatten it and put it in your cupboard that doesn't take up too much space as, as well. well. Yes, yes, that's exactly. You can keep it anywhere in your in your kitchen cupboard. Yeah, you can throw it under the bed as well. <laughs> now, the carrier, does it snap on mm. at the sides? Yes, correct. So there's okay. a mechanism, there's a ring around the bowl that was designed and uh, has kind of two hooks okay. where you can strap on, on both sides the, the carrier. And it must probably take a lot of weight. You and mm. your husband have have filled all kinds of liquids in there to see mm. how much weight it can take. Yeah. Is it very hardy? Very hardy, yeah. Okay, all right, wow. 
Julia, let's talk about the research, the R&D uh, you and, of course, your husband did. Uh, what research did you do when it, come, when it came to choosing the different colours? Because, you know, people, people like a certain colour and mm. you want to just get into the groove of that, you know? Well, color, I feel like color is something very personal and yeah. very difficult to choose. Like, it wasn't straightforward. Um, there was a lot of um, trying out uh, research, a lot of research looking at the market. What do people like? What do people maybe don't like? Um, reading a lot of comments actually as well of oh. existing products. Yeah, to, to better understand what, what what's the, the, the customer's um, needs and, and feelings. Um, and yeah, and at the end, we, we set it for two colors in the beginning. One is a bit more of a popping color where I was like, okay, we need something that is a bit more eye-catching. So that's our sunstone color. Sandstone, and is sunstone, it? Sunstone, yes. Sunstone. What, what, what's the closest... Yes. You can describe uh, it too in um, terms of... Apricot, orange. Apricot, orange. Okay, yes. can, can. Yeah, it's like a, a very light uh, pastel orange color, I would say. Okay, apricot, orange. Okay, then. Yeah, and then um, a more muted color is a shell color, which is a, the closest is a gray, grayish color, ah. um, which is, the I guess, most neutral. So, um, yeah, so there was like two two different kind of support complement each other yeah and we actually went to name them after um natural material so sunstone um shell and we have a new color is this jade color green color oh, okay. so also a light mm, green pastel i would say is pastel green the same color as your blouse that a you're wearing lighter a bit lighter right it's, it's something along those lines yeah okay so, so something that's easy on the eye yeah not too bright Correct. Yeah, I feel like, um, especially these days, uh, pastel colors are very um, in trend and uh, yeah. very like popular. And also, you also have to make sure it it goes well with food as well. Mm. There are certain colors you 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 wouldn't want to eat out from, like black. Black is yeah. might be a bit difficult to eat from, I guess. Yeah. Um, or like other colors, but yeah, it's it was basically pastel is very trendy right now, and um, something lighter goes well with the with the food as well, and and yeah. Okay, easy on the eye, and that also includes us eating out of it. What else did you want to add to your product range plans you're making? I for me, I'm thinking food containers with different compartments that don't allow for spillage into other compartments because when we buy takeaway chicken rice some of us don't some of us don't want to uh, take away the chili that's already wrapped in plastic we want to put it in our own containers but that's very it's inconvenient it's leche as they say in Singapore you see so what else do you have in mind mm -hmm. um, there was definitely the idea came up of of a separate compartment or yeah. a tray for example so it was the main idea was for for example the rice the noodles so they don't get soggy right yeah. inside the soup itself um, that was especially also highlighted by some of our um, community members or like uh, customers um, besides that I think um, one thing that was as well highlighted was um, cutleries Oh, cutlery, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you take away that you, you know, you don't bring sometimes your own cutlery or you have to get still the cutlery from from, from the shop and so on. So cutlery was also um, um, suggested. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, well, th that's like the main, the, the things related to the bowl. Yeah. Other than that, obviously, we're also looking, looking at other areas where um, there's a high plastic consumption and that we obviously want to reduce. Like yeah. other areas, like for example, the beverage industry. Okay. Beverages, like... 
Singapore is crazy about bubble tea or Asia is crazy, Southeast Asia is crazy about bubble tea. Yeah. So for example, and there's a lot of plastic being used as well. So we're also looking into into like having something there as well, solutions in the, in the, for drinks, for beverages. So those are collapsible as well, of course, your Would ethos of it as being... as well, yeah. Could yeah. be as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Then you can flatten it. It can be a, a coaster as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so looking at all of that, when it comes to the cutlery that you might, you, that you have in mind, mm. will it also be made of silicon or will it be similar mm. of a material to, you know, that brand Spork? Where it's a oh, f- no. where it, where, yeah, because it's plastic, is it? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know of the brand Spock. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, well, that that is the challenge on its own. <laughs> That's why the silicon is is soft. And yeah, malleable, silicon right? is soft, so it's it mm, might be difficult to translate into actual cutleries itself, the silicon itself. Okay. But there are other materials that can be used, like um, um, there's some I saw rice husk. Uh, cutleries, right? Husk is a, is a natural, right? Um, material or like yeah. a. Yeah, from from right there, the husk oh. basically. Yeah, um, but um, I mean, there can be also other materials. Obviously, metal is always also an option. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, but definitely silicon might be difficult to to to, to do. Yeah, it is. It is quite soft, mm. I find, because I have I have silicon containers, but more for baking. You see, now you and your husband work together to make Cupa possible, but now that you have become partners in business, design, and of course, love. How has Cupa brought your relationship to another level? Because you're accessing different parts of your brain together, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that it we were learning from each other definitely more. Mm. Like um get to see other sides of each other and then also because of our different backgrounds or expertise. Uh-huh. Um yeah, you, you just you can just learn from each other um and beyond what we, you would normally have a normal relationship I guess when you wouldn't be like business partners yeah um but then also really learning each other's strengths and weaknesses and also realizing for us how much we complement each other and hence for me making myself more being more grateful for for my partner and also um, appreciate the that we're complementing each other so well. So I guess just more appreciation and gratefulness. You got through, examples? Um well I'm I, I think I'm, I'm more of the operational person. Okay, so okay. I'm very hands-in and I'm very much into the details and like in the mud kind of like digging around where he is a bit more overview and more of the of the of having everything in view, um, which helps me because sometimes he gets me out of the mud. Um, but then also on the other side, I'll take him down from his little visionary head kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that means, in that sense, you're you're very German in that way because oh. very very much Germ- Germanic in that way, uh, very uh, stickler for details, mm. very Efficiency. very efficient, and always plugging away at something to get it right. Okay, and in terms of the fine print, uh, your husband has legal knowledge, so he helps you with all of that as well. Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. Let's talk about your day job then, Julia. You don't have to tell me where you work, but what industry are you in? And how do you and your husband juggle uh, full-time jobs and a business on the side? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, my background is in the tech space, so the tech industry. Okay. And um, for him, it's uh, the legal background or legal industry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it requires a lot of... Um, prioritizing a lot of sacrifices I would say um, everyone tells you before it's hard but it's much harder than you 
ever believed or you ever thought it will be. Oh yeah. Because it requires work on the weekends. So um, a lot of times, because obviously during the week you can't get too much done. It's like a lot of time you have to work on the weekend, um, shoot content. So we do our own content, shoot content or get up early in the morning during the week and work before you work your nine to five kind of. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's, it's just about prioritizing and good time management. Yeah. Um, my calendar is my best friend. Um, I have everything written in my calendar. So from 5 o'clock, we get up very early, like 5.30 to 7 p.m. I have everything scheduled in my calendar to, you know, to stay on track with everything, with each item. And yeah. And also, I mean, doing it together helps a lot. Um, there's someone who can take one side and then there's some, I take the other side basically. So, yeah. Fulfilling orders and everything, you've got to do that. Or do you outsource right. that more to mm. someone else? All you, it's all you. It's all on us. We do everything. Oh. So we, we fulfill the orders here in Singapore. Um, we have to also the, the product stored here in Singapore. Um, marketing is also ours. So we're um, fully in charge of everything. <laughs> and then if you have to deliver to Singapore, is that outsourced or do you personally deliver? Uh, no, we... we I mean, the normal delivery um, uh, delivery companies are okay. delivering it. It would be, I guess it would be too much. To yeah, too much, <laughs> man. You'll be crisscrossing yeah. Singapore every yeah. other day. Yeah. And then the packaging that you use to, mm. uh, when you deliver QPA products, is the packaging as ecologically friendly as possible? Mm. Yeah. So in everything that we do, we really strive to have the least... Um, less amount of carbon footprint yeah. um so for the when it goes about the packaging it's um it's then we don't use any plastic it's um, made out of cardboard boxes it's basically cardboard boxes we also try to have a minimal design so people can actually reuse the the, the packaging or we hope so they do yeah. um also for our tape for example we use um paper-based um water activated tape that okay. means it does not use any plastic when you because usually um you have the plastic kind of tapes the, the masking tape yeah the masking yeah, tape i yeah. think you call it masking tape yeah so ours is our paper made and it's water activated oh. and then you can um glue it around the the, the, the box basically and yeah. it's quite strong is it? it's quite strong yes no i had never any issues and it's a it's, it's a good alternative definitely okay. yeah so this is like we, we try to like keep it as 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 yeah, the least amount of plastic and any other wastage. Going all the way with your sustainability goals. Many entrepreneurs have told me that barriers to launching a new business in Singapore are fewer compared to other countries, especially if they're not born in Singapore, but they've come here like you, Julia. But did Cupa access any government grants, for example, the Productivity Solutions Grant or PSG to help build your business or other incentives? Um, actually, no. So we are fully bootstrapped startup. Okay. So um, so we self-funded, basically bootstrapped. Um, we for the grants, we didn't get much into it to be honest, okay. just because we were, we were bootstrapped. Um, but if we looked into it, we felt like it was a bit more, especially for sustainable businesses mm. or supports or grants. It was a bit more focused on uh, tech solutions, like uh, more climate tech is more in focus than than product based solutions. Um, yeah, so we didn't pursue it further. Okay, but if there are in the future, you're definitely going to... Yeah, of course. I mean, 
expansion and everything yeah. and, and growth, it requires obviously um, money to, to grow. Yes, and uh, incentives to make it easier on you to shoulder all yeah. that, that money you spend on expanding your business. Can you tell us about the pop-up stalls you've manned so far? I've seen some pictures of you on, on social media. What has the response been like? And what have people been commenting about Cupa? Um, so we've done only, I think, a handful of pop-ups, yeah. uh, mainly for to connect with, with um, our community members to, to come down and actually physically feel and see the product uh, in different areas, actually. Um, and um, it's usually a one-man show, so it's usually me being there. <laughs> but I do like it. I do like it a lot. I, sure. I like meeting people face-to-face mm. and actually tell our story while we started and so on. Yeah. And honestly, mainly it's people coming down from who saw us on social media. Um, we do a lot on TikTok and many became aware of us on TikTok. And then they're like, oh, I saw you on TikTok and you're having this booth. So I was like, I have to come down. Um, yeah, so that is always lovely and surprising that quite people, a few people are aware of us through, through TikTok. And the comments are like always just, just very, very nice. People yeah. are just very, very nice and 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 what's the sweetest is always everyone's like thank you for making this and I'm like thank you for being part of this <laughs> so they come down they ask questions they buy it they do yeah oh, yeah they, they okay. ask questions like you know how is it made how did you start it as well like a lot of people are also interested in the story is this a European brand yeah always, I was well, like are you are you like is this, is this a Scandinavian brand a lot think it's a Scandinavian, <laughs> Scandinavian brand. brand yes because they don't know the name <laughs> right so like, is this a different language. We've had too much yeah. from Ikea. That's yeah. Why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe because of the great design. You, I hope you so. Know what? <laughs> that, is, that, is the main, that is the main reason why. Five to ten year plan for Cupa, Julia, before I let you go. Uh, would that include having a display at Design Orchard or maybe Tang's basement where it's container mm. heaven? Mm. Uh, I think for the five next years yeah. we definitely want to expand um, Southeast Asia for, for sure because there's in other countries definitely also a need for um, non-plastic solutions for food takeaway and um, Southeast Asia especially everyone loves takeaway um, not just only in Singapore so definitely expanding uh, Southeast Asia Europe as well we got some good feedback from European customers who um, really love um, our product and um, yeah and I think we're going to keep it, I think, for first as a direct-to-consumer um, brand that means um, selling via our website. Okay. And, um, yeah, not sure, actually, if you if we would go into the retail space. For now, no. Oh, for now, no. Huh? Okay, mm. okay, okay. But first, just expand, Correct. build expand. your customer base yes. and see what else you can put out that matches your vision and your beliefs. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Melanie. Dankeschön. That's right. Julia Chia is a co-founder and director of Cupa. It's a made in SG lifestyle brand that offers a range of reusable takeaway containers made out of silicon. To check out their range, just go to kupaa.co, but it's pronounced Cupa. This is Made in SG and I'm Melanie Oliveira for CNA 938. 